Hello, everybody, and welcome to Yeah, It's Not. <laughs> Sorry, I will never do it again. That's welcome a to, lie. <laughs> welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Branny. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about episodes 31, 32, and 33 of Love Island USA Season 5. Week 6, Part 1? I, I don't know what week. <laughs> I, I lost the plot on that. <laughs> I think it's week six. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Love Island. Mm-hmm. The only True. one that's on right now, except for <laughs> South Africa, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, no, the Netherlands has started. Ah, Danke. I think little, it's the Netherlands. Little shoes. They have, <laughs> right? Little sh- I don't know what you're talking about. The wooden shoes. Oh, yeah. The Dutch. Sure. Those are like Dutch clogs, right, that you're talking about, maybe? Yeah. Is that related to the Netherlands? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if don't you know, so. though, you should DM us on Instagram at Not Friendship Island Pod and tell me all about it. Give me a geography lesson. I keep seeing it, though, on our Instagram because I follow Little all the Little Dutch Island. shoes? No. <laughs> oh. The Love Island Netherlands. Oh, okay. And I keep seeing it and, like, I can't. Obviously, I can't understand any of it, but it looks juicy. Whatever's happening over there, it looks juicy. No, people... Because what do you call people from the Netherlands? They're Dutch. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. Are they I'm just n- ignorant. Netherlanders? Netherlanders? No, I don't think so. They're from the Nether? <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> What's up, all you Minecraft players? <laughs> what? The Nether. It's from Minecraft. It doesn't matter. We don't okay. need to get into it. <laughs> um, We have a couple reviews to read. Okay. You've, hand- you've picked some? I've picked some. Okie dokie. Um. This one is from Lucy. Thank you very much, Lucy. I love this podcast. Sarah and Brendan make me laugh out loud every time. Honestly, same. Uh, Whether they are calling each other out, I've never done that. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Calling the show out, we have done that. Or talking about Brendan's special comfy blanket, which is down here on my lap. Thank you very much. (laughs) They are always hilarious and relatable. I'm so glad they are just as over the top about Love Island as I am. Lucy, love you for that. Yeah. Um. Here's uh one more. We have a bunch, and hey, please keep them coming. Thank we made it on the iTunes charts, and the way we thing. stay on it, the way we stay on the iTunes charts is you keep leaving five star reviews. Uh, so please continue to do that. Uh, this one is called "It's Giving Friendships and Last from Just Hero." Thank you very much. Um, it may not be Friendship Island on Love <laughs> Island, but I love how much it is with Sarah and Brendan. Love their banter and absolute honest reactions to each episode. I have a UK episode, or UK Love Island podcast that I'm obsessed with. Well, we also do that, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, <laughs> but when the season ended and US picked up, I was struggling to find the right fit into listening to this podcast. Thank you. I love that. I love all you new US listeners. Maybe he'll stay forever. Yeah. Um. Uh, I never thought I would find a US. Uh, Love Island podcast that I need to listen to after watching each episode until this one. I literally say, let's go when you guys showed up on my notifications after last <laughs> night's movie night part two episode. 100% will be listening when you cover the future Australia and UK as well. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Thanks thank you for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else we need to say? Um, follow us on Instagram at not friendship Island pod. I did say that. Oh, well, I'm just saying it again. Okay. <laughs> Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, I didn't say that. Ah, gotcha. You got me. <laughs> and I think that's it. I would say subscribe to the YouTube channel. Cause maybe 
there's going to be something you'd want to watch very soon. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, but if I were a betting man, I'd say you'd want to watch something soon on that that we <laughs> would post. Let's actually say this here now because the finale is approaching soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think maybe on Sunday, Sunday or Monday, one of those days. I'm hearing maybe the finale, and we're gonna do another live over on our Instagram because we had so much fun doing the UK live stream. Yes. So. Um, make sure you go over there so you can see when that gets scheduled. Because as soon as I know when the finale is going to be, I will schedule that. Yeah. Over there. Cool. Okay, okay. now we jump into it. Now we jump into I'm it. I'm so sorry for talking for five minutes, but now <laughs> we're jumping into it. Okay, so we start episode 31. Um, we are back on the same night as uh, Cassie and Scott's date, but we're back at the villa at the moment. So we see... Bergie and Imani chat first, and Bergie tells Imani he wants to continue with Taylor uh, with the time that he has left, and he likes where it's going. Imani says she's happy for him. Uh, she thanks him for telling her, and poor Imani just seems a little lost. She asks I know. him for advice. I know. I was like, uh-oh, yikes. I mean, it was kind of sweet that she asked him. And- yeah. <laughs> She was also talking like a presenter on a kid's TV show when you're talking, like Dora the Explorer a little bit. she does. She kind of puts on like a little bit of a sweeter sounding voice for Bergie, for sure. Yeah. Uh, But his advice is to just take things at your own tempo and like, you know, let it happen naturally. His advice is don't talk. Please don't talk to (laughs) me. Don't look at me. (laughs) Oh, I had a question for you, actually. That was from the subreddit. So... And, oh, my God, we have to talk about our votes from last night. I guess we'll get okay. to that at the end here. But yeah. first, mm-hmm. there was a question that was posed on the subreddit, and I want to know your answer. Uh, somebody said, like, well, they asked for, like, people's, like, dream um, dream finale kind of couples. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask you for just one dream finale couple, and it can be any group of two who have been there, whether they were coupled up at the beginning or not. Two people together. Um, I know mine, and you won't be happy with it, but I want to know yours. Uh, you're just going to say Scott and someone else. No, I'm not. Literally, you need to get Scott out of your head. With I, I wanted to get him out of my eyes, but we'll talk about <laughs> that later. Um, uh, okay, you go first, because I have to think about it. <laughs> my, I, listen, I wasn't proud to say it but i did say destiny and harrison you're fucking ridiculous <laughs> dude destiny is a weirdo i love destiny her Destiny is a weirdo she needs to make it all the way until the finale you know i'm so she glad does you not said belong that. there though <laughs> so glad you said that um i will have to say kk and me you can't take it away um <laughs> people on the show uh, i'm on this show okay fine uh, this show i'm on fine <laughs> yes you are no one's disputing that good okay fine you're just gonna take that route that's fine no i don't i don't know you sprung it on me i'll uh, when i think of an answer i'll give it to you okay so we see cassie arrive back from her date with scott and she everyone is like watching her come in and they're like what where has she been? Right. What is she doing? Because she won't, like, look at anybody. Like, she just walks straight towards Imani. And she tells her not to react too much. But there's a new guy named Scott out front. And she's going on the date next. And they, like, 
screech. They like try to like very quietly screech and then like immediately play it cool. And I'm like, listen, nobody is buying that nothing is happening here. <laughs> like, she's everyone so knows. funny because she really thinks she's playing it, Cassie. Yeah, because even <laughs> later when she does her little date thing with with Leo, mm-hmm. he's like, "Were you just on a date?" And she like freezes. <laughs> She's like, wait, no. <laughs> like, she did not expect him to even question that maybe she was on a date. Like, so funny, dude. Next, we see Imani go outside and meet Scott. Um, she says he's handsome. He asks how it's how it's been going for her. She's like, you know, it's been a journey. They talk about where they're from, what they do for a living. He tells her that he just left the UK season because... Uh, it seems clear to me that Imani does not realize. And I love this. I I, I would like to think in my head, Canon, just because I've, I've done this before, uh-huh. that she knows exactly who he is. <laughs> so there's a uh, – I used to work at a local cafe, mm-hmm. like a health food cafe. And there's this guy who's like a local celebrity <laughs> who, like, buys a bunch of businesses and then just, like, puts his face and shirtless mm-hmm. body Ew. in all the advertisements. Um, and he's a dick. And he would always come in, mm-hmm. and I would always ask for his name for his <laughs> order just because I knew it hurt his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he would react like I like I should know it. Mm-hmm. Because I do it, I, like, literally for three years, every single, like, three times a week he would come in, and I yeah. would be like, can I get your name? <laughs> so knock him down I don't a peg know. or two. I don't think Imani knew who he was, and I kind of like the fact that she doesn't, like, react at all. And we see <clears throat> with Scott's first evening and then day in there, he, <laughs> viable opinion, he wants people to realize who he is. He wants mm-hmm. to talk about the fact that he is an alum, so to speak. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, But he asks where she's at, and she says that she's open. She's very honest about how she's feeling. She asks what his vibe is, and he says he likes somebody who can give it back to him, which he's like, you know, from watching, I thought might be you. And I don't see chemistry here. No. Imani is like. Don't. Whatever you're going to say, don't. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's just like I could. She's very obvious when she is just like putting on a front Mm -hmm. or when she is feeling it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think she's feeling it here. I don't know if I saw her feeling it with anybody. The closest thing was probably Jonah. Yeah. Which makes me sad. Oh. Imani. Anyways, we see Cassie now chats to Carmen. And throughout this whole conversation, she's calling Carmen bitch every five seconds. Dude, I wrote that too. I was like, and uh, bitch, he was on a date. And uh, bitch, guess what? He's fucking (laughs) bitch. He's from fucking UK, bitch. Carmen knows who he is right away. Of course. Um, So Cassie tells him that there's a new bomb, that he's from UK, and it's Scott. And they're both like, oh, my God, he is stunning. They're so bad at keeping their cool. Um, and I, for a second, I was like, is Carmen going to try something with Scott? Cause no. she seems, how are you feeling about Carmen at the moment? Dude, she's so annoying. I'm <laughs> so annoyed. With Cause she always does this thing where she's like, what's, what's wrong? Like, just tell me, just tell me what's going mm-hmm. on. And she does it with all three of these episodes. And then she does this really annoying thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I hope you've seen it before where she, like someone will be like talking to her, like mm-hmm. in a group. And she'll, like, smile, but, like, smile at someone else who isn't talking. Like, we talked about this. Remember yeah. when we talked about this? I'm in on it. I know. It just makes me 
my, incredibly annoyed. My thing with Carmen is, and listen, I'm going to blame this on the producers. Because, <laughs> um, like, she's a part of, like, a stable couple, right? Mm-hmm. She's a part of one of those couples that isn't really going through anything. We see a little bit of a ripple in these episodes. But and I bes- liked how she was in that, but we'll get yeah. there. <clears throat> but besides that, we've seen, like, next to no issues between her and Kenzo. Um, similarly, we have seen Hannah and Marco, who are also another stable couple, not a ton of ripples, just like being like another stable couple in the villa. Mm-hmm. And we don't see, and this is more the status quo, I feel like, with those stable couples, we don't see them as often, right? Um, with Carmen, we get her opinion on absolutely fucking everything. Yeah. yeah everything yeah. that happens, like we don't see that for Hannah. And I'm not saying like, uh, it's for any specific reason. I have no idea why it is. Maybe mm-hmm. Carmen's just fucking louder. I don't know. But like, I was like watching this, and my husband was like, "You need to chill," because I'm like, I don't need your opinion on everything, Carmen. I don't need it. And she's like not cool with not knowing something, and it drives me crazy. Like she did it here when, uh, when clearly Cassie was not allowed to tell her anything. Yeah. And it's just, like, so obvious because she will tell her everything as soon as she gets a chance to. <laughs> but she's like, oh, I, I can't nothing. And she's like, tell me. Tell me right now. What's going on? Tell me. I was no. like, dude, chill out. You live in a house. You're going to find out. Yeah, she's a little bit of a busybody. Mm-hmm. And I think if the producers were – because I'm sure Hannah has opinions on things that are happening as well. But I think the producers are shoving her down my throat a little bit. And it's, I just got to tell you, it's not doing much for me and Carmen at the moment. And meanwhile, while this talk is happening and the girls are kind of, like, freaking out and it's obvious, Leo is, like, watching and, like, confused about what is happening. And so he goes over to chat with Cassie and he's like, were you on a date? And she makes some weird noises and she shakes her head. (laughs) It's so awkward. She's like, I was not prepared for someone to ask me (laughs) I wasn't prepped for how to respond. Uh, And Leo is then like, do you want to go on a date? And she says yes. And he takes her to this, like, little beach setup he has. He wrote her initials in the sand. Um, and he was, like, very proud of this. And I'm like, that took you two seconds, first of all. <laughs> if that. Right. Um, and he says he wants to show her how he felt rather than just tell her. And he said he did not expect to fall for someone like that. And hurting her was the worst feeling ever. We see <laughs> we see Kenzo um, bring their little cocktails over. The, he was uh, a cute little waiter. Pesos. Yes. Um, he, uh, Leo says, you know, he expresses how he feels and he's like, I would be stupid to not tell you at this point because he says a lot over these episodes that he's falling in love with her, that he's in love with her, that he has fallen. He's in the process of falling. This dude is uh, in a dream in Inception right now <laughs> because <laughs> the, the, the amount of free falling he's doing. Uh, how do you feel about that? About what thing? About, About him, him s- saying he's in love with her or falling I in think love with her. anytime we see a guy fucking fuck up on Love Island and then, you know, mend it back together or decide that that's how he knew that he was in love, I think it's bullshit. I mean, that's not a hot take, right? Yeah. No, I feel like he he believes it. I think he probably does. But I also feel like it's because he he's just incapable of, like, accepting that he hurt someone. And now it needs to mean something. And now it needs to prove <laughs> to himself yeah. and to her that actually, no, this wasn't just me being selfish. And, like, mm-hmm. I can't just say I'm sorry and, like, be okay with not I getting an, like, an accepting apology. I think he's capable of that. 
I want, I don't know. I mean, I want to believe that he's capable of that. I think that, I don't know. It's just like, it's such a storyline in Love Island since Liam, and I don't care. It's his fault still. <laughs> um, but I feel it's just like, it's such a storyline of like, you know, and the, God, the test and like, here's the thing. You failed the test, right? You right. failed the test. You failed it. The test so, was not sleeping with anybody else. <laughs> and you, you know, you failed. So I don't know. I don't, I don't love it. I still separately of the issue. I still like, I don't hate uh, Leo. I don't hate Cassie. I think that their whole thing is. I kind of start hating him at the end here. Do you? Maybe so, I will as we go through this it. This is the last actual words I put in my notes for their chats really from here on out it's just puking emojis <laughs> i saw you dm somebody that yeah. but it was real yeah because <laughs> they're just like gross from now on yeah you know what i mean yeah cassie well i liked the i i liked her energy in this chat you know what i mean she sure. says she can't go back to how it was and she would rather build a strong friendship than try to go back to romance i'm like yes yes girl i love that like, it seemed pretty firm when she said it, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it was? I mean, with the beauty of hindsight, which we now have, of it course, was not you know, as firm as a jello mold. But... I'm trying to live in the past, which is difficult. But Leo says that he would rather go home because he's fallen so hard and there's nothing else for him there. And I wanted her just to be like, off you go then. Go home. Go home. Uh, of course she doesn't. <laughs> um. But I was I was still proud of her in that moment. As I was watching that, I was I was pretty happy with the way that she had handled it. <sighs> Next, we see Imani and Scott come back to the villa. Scott says hello to everyone. They go to sit around the fire pit. Scott asks, first thing, uh, who's watched UK? <laughs> because he needs to know if people know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say maybe half of them seem to have said that they've seen it or they recognize him. And... He asks kind of where everyone's at, and Hannah, Carmen, and begrudgingly Taylor all say that they are closed off. Taylor asks that she was a little bit confused that it was coming out of her own mouth. It was so funny. She's like, I I think that's the right thing to do. <laughs> I get it for your to career fair, on the show. <laughs> it is the right thing to do. I mean, like, what else is she? There's no point in not being a lock-in. Just. I'm just saying, you're at the end like that. There's no right. point not be. <laughs> um, There's like no like, yeah. There, she would know. She would get the only reason she's on this show is because Bergie has freaking Dana White privilege. Oh my god, you and that. I don't know. I like them throughout these episodes, though. They grow on me. Yeah. Um, and then Scott says that both of the dates were good, and he's like, I can't believe these girls are single. It's like they kind of are. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the girls chat. Johnny says Scott is so fine. And Taylor says that European people are very sexual. <laughs> I don't think that, like, that's not for, like, British people. No, I don't think it's, like, French. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, French or Spanish or yeah. Portuguese people. But <laughs> not, not quite British people. Not quite Northern England people. And, of course, they talk about the eye contact from him. And then Cassie tells the girls about her date with Leo and how he said he was falling in love with her. And she says that the door is closed romantically. And the girls were pretty surprised, as was I. 
They all say that they're proud of her. Hannah even says, she's like, listen, girl, no offense, but I thought you were going to fold like a folding chair. <laughs> and spoiler alert, she does. she does, just later. Right now, she's yeah, not she's a folding Yeah, she's just a little chair. rusty. She was left out in the rain once, and so it was like hard to fold. But yeah. She'll fold. They uh, all fold. Leo is talking to Kenzo and Marco about the date with Cassie, and he says he's confused. And he says that Cassie said something regarding pausing on the romance until she trusts him again. But she didn't, unless we missed something, in that chat, she didn't say a pause. She says that, like, she would rather focus on a on a friendship. Right, but he, he, was, he, he didn't hear, no, I don't want this. I know. Yeah. And the boys are like, listen, you putting your heart on the line like this is something Cassie's never going to forget. Um, She'll forget about her name being written in the sand. Uh, she'll forget about her name. <laughs> but she's not going to forget, or she shouldn't forget, that you, you know, slept with somebody else after knowing them for a day. Like, I don't think that you're like, all the importance on the fact that he did this date where he told her how he felt, like, that doesn't erase anything. Like, right. the fact that that's supposed to all of a sudden, like, be so important is a little bit silly to me. And then Scott comes to chat with Johnny, and she talks about her situation with Leo. She talks about their background. She says her mom is a graffiti artist. That cannot pay the bills. Also, me and my husband started being like, oh, my God, is her mom Banksy? <laughs> 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 because turns out we know that's Scott's one mom. street artist. Was it Scott's mom? Yeah, because Banksy's British. Oh, well, who knows where her mom is from? But a graffiti artist, there's no way that that can, like. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think she said, like, as a job, she's a graffiti artist. (laughs) No, I know she didn't. She was just talking about how her family is, like, artistic. She references her art more than once in this episode, and I'm like, what is it? I don't know. I wanted to go on her Instagram to look, Uh and then I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I did think about it also, but I also didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> well, you continue to talk and I'll do it. Johnny talks about um, her tattoos. I guess most of them are like pretty hidden. There's at least one on her ass that we know of. She That we do see later. Yes, we do see it later because me and my husband were both looking for it. Um, and she also uh, gives up right away that she is not wearing underwear. And she is like blushing. She seems like very, uh, very kind of taken by Scott. Right yeah, away. giggly. Definitely. And then we see Bergie and Taylor chat, and Bergie says he is totally closed off. Taylor says there is no one she's had a connection with like this in terms of, like, you know, he makes her feel wanted and heard and secure. And she says she does not think her head would turn at this point, so they are exclusive. Okay. Do you want to hear what Johnny does as her art? Yes. She's a rug tufter. (laughs) What does that mean? That seems like a euphemism. (laughs) I'd like to tuft her rug. <laughs> Brendan. What? What do you mean, what? I licked her tit or whatever. <laughs> then we see Destiny is asleep in the hideaway. I guess she <clears throat> is sick. Yeah, even um, what's-his-name mentions it. Who? Scott? No, the... the Ian? Ian Sterling? Ian Sterling. <laughs> yeah, and then at bedtime, well, before bedtime, we see... Hannah is rubbing Marco's feet, and he's like, why are they so fat? He's like, why are they so big and fat? It's so gross. I guess his feet are really swollen this day for some reason, but. I don't know. 
Listen, as someone who has short and fat feet, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, you got Fred Flintstones. I do got some Fred Flintstones. <laughs> and also, I have very high arches, and my brother has collapsed arches, so he makes fun of me. What does it mean to have high arches? You see, you see there how the, in the middle it goes up instead of just flat across. Oh, well, then you don't have Fred Flintstones then. Yeah, I do. But they're, Fred Flintstone has like flat ass feet. I know, but my, mine I'm are driving short that and wide. car. It's the car. <laughs> we see Kyle is still sleeping outside in soul ties. And Taylor and Bergie, this night and every night that we watch an episode, are really kind of getting after it at bedtime. Yeah, and I feel like it's like practice. <laughs> it's like they're showing us this for a reason. Yeah. They really want to drive it home that they're just a regular couple like everyone else. If I were. A conspiratorial man. Which you kind of are. I would say they probably did this once. <laughs> and it's the same <laughs> and it's clip. It's the same clip. <laughs> over and over that, again. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I keep picturing you with him. Okay. I can't take it. <laughs> okay, done. Yeah. That song was about Nelly. <laughs> no, that song. No, what? <laughs> Nelly was in it. <laughs> But I always thought it sounded like they were singing to each other. Oh, that's so cute. Who is it? Travis Tritt? Who is it? Who? Who is? I have no idea who the country guy was. But, like, you know, they kind of made it seem like they were, like, singing to each other. That it wasn't like How they were. sweet. Kind of. I thought so. Anyways, in the morning, um, while still in bed, Hannah tells Bergie that Marco wants, like, a midday frisky sexy sesh. Mm-hmm. And Bergie's like, oh, okay, I'll go. And then she's like, no, Bergie, no, wait, I mean later. Okay, now she's the weird one. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> right? Because it's 7 a.m. <laughs> and you're telling Bergie that in four hours you're going to be fucking. <laughs> she wants to make sure Bergie is available to watch the To be the, the door? door. <laughs> yeah, the fucking weirdo. We see Scott is confused about the weights in the gym because they say pounds and pounds is money there. And he doesn't know what any of it means. What a goofball. And then Marco asks Scott if they have bro code in the UK, which I thought was kind of funny. What a goofball. Bergie says that him and Taylor are exclusive now. The boys are happy for him. And Destiny emerges from the hideaway and she is filled in on the new bombshell. And we see, ugh, God, Leo and Cassie chat. And this is where I, like, started to lose hope. Yeah. This is, you know what I mean? The one funny thing that happened here, though, was... Uh, all the boys were sitting on the day bed that he wanted to take her to because I'm sure that's where they were kissed or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he Leo walks up. He's like, sorry, guys, I need this bed. And Bergie just goes, take her to Soul Ties. <laughs> <laughs> Bergie. Bergie. Every once in a while, you slip one in. <laughs> Leo says that he is in love with her. And she says, no, you're not. And then he says he has a poem. And, it, of course, it's a roses are red violets are blue situation it's very cheesy it's exactly what you would expect of somebody saying a roses are red type of poem after they fucked somebody else also this is the one time i'm like all right you can justifiably use spanish why because it's like a romantic language and you're writing a poem mm. and you didn't put any spanish in here and so no besos no besos instead of, you were just like roses are red violets are blue i can't see my life without you <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> <so interesting. laughs> um and leo says you know i want you to do exactly what you want no matter what that is and she's like well you really aren't taking no for an answer 
And he's like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. Not until you say these exact words right. in this exact cadence at this exact time of day will I know you mean it. I know. I feel like I'm trying to cancel my Spectrum account. <laughs> That's so true. Um, and he's like, until I hear you say for sure that it's a no, he's like, I don't think you want me to pull all the way back because why are we still like doing this? And she's like, this was fun. Bye. And she kind of walks away. But again, it by not just saying it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, you like this. And so I, you did. And it. listen, I get it. I'm sure it is fun to like watch him sweat after he fucked up, but. It just starts to become obvious that it's, like, mm-hmm. going to work. And listen, sometimes it does. Then we have a chat between Zay and Destiny, if you can call it that. I can't. <laughs> this shit was so funny. I'm sorry. She's so, so weird, this girl. So I have a few different feelings about this chat, as I'm sure you can assume, because I have a hard time ever saying anything bad about Destiny. Um, and like, so he's like, I want to chat to make things clear and not waste either of our times. And we all know what he's going to say. And we all know what he's going to say, because to be honest, he's already said it to her. Yeah, he said twice it to her almost. like two different times. Right. Um, so I also don't understand why he's even having, like trying to have this chat. Like he has to know it's not going to, like, I guess I just don't understand what he's looking for here. Right. Um, and she says she isn't ready to talk to him. And when he asks why, she has no answer. She just doesn't want to. <laughs> and as a person who answers things that way far too often, I'm like, well said. <laughs> That's the problem. Because I she's know. a psychopath and you're a psychopath. <laughs> that you're like, I actually like her a lot. And I was like, why? Because she validates all of your crazy Maybe actions. So. Maybe so. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to talk about you on the, talk to you on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Why? I don't. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she says she doesn't want to. She's like, I just don't want to talk to you. And then he starts to try to talk over her, which he has to know is not going to work. Because he's like, okay, well, listen, here's the thing. I'm just going to tell you that. And then she right. just starts to walk away. First, she goes, no. <laughs> She basically did put her finger in your ears and said, la, 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 la. (laughs) She says, no. And then she's like, I am not talking to you. I am not talking about this. And then she just walks away. And he's just like, just so you know, I'm just going to like go get to know somebody else. It's not a big deal. It's just like, fine. (laughs) And then like he thinks, I just don't understand why he did any of this. It seems like a waste of his time. She has already heard you say it. You know that she's not receptive to hearing it, but let's try to sit down and have another conversation about it. I don't know. At least good calls, eh? I mean, at least I just feel like their last one got cut off because of the text. But But he has said it, and he knows he's. I know, but you know, Destiny isn't hearing it, so I feel like he's just like I just need like confirmation that you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth because I feel like you can have a conversation with her. And she will start speaking like literally an alien language <laughs> that human vocal cords aren't capable of making. Do you think he looks like a young John Leguizamo? Because mm. it's all I could think about. If he John had... Leguizamo was a model instead of an actor. Oh. <laughs> Do you like John Leguizamo? Yeah, I think he's okay. Mm. No. He's got really <laughs> I sharp lied. Canines, I'm sorry. Doesn't he? Do you know what he looks like? He looks like. Um... Zay or John Leguizamo? <laughs> Zay. He okay. looks like if John Leguizamo and John Turturro 
had a baby. I don't know who John Turturro is. He was in Barton Fink. Don't know what that is. He <laughs> was uh, the dude who did the bowling ball in mm-hmm. the bowling movie. Mm. The Big Lebowski. Never saw it. I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was in a lot. If you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. And then we see Cassie and Johnny big time flirting. Like Cassie is like sitting in between Johnny's legs. She's like touching her thighs. It's like she says that she's getting turned on by Johnny. And they make a joke that they're turned on by each other because they look alike. And I was reminded of you've watched Broad City. I've Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the episode where Alana dates? Her name is Adele in the show. It's like Alia Shawcat or whatever. I don't I don't remember much of that show, but she dates her. Well, they're like they're hooking up and like all of a sudden Alana just like sits up and she's like, are you do you understand that we look exactly alike? And the character Adele is like, yeah, that's exactly why I'm doing this. It's like so (laughs) hot to like go down on yourself. (laughs) I was reminded of that when I was watching it. But before we get there, um, Scott pulls Destiny to talk. They talk a little bit about their, like, accents. He does a London accent, which actually sounded really funny coming from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote, I have no more faith in Destiny really getting on with a man. <laughs> like, I don't. She's just, listen, I love, I like Destiny. Um, but I don't know that she's right for Love Island. <laughs> She's not good at, like, the flirting. I would say she's not right for love. Shut no, up. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, she's just, like, not good at, like, the flirty, like, the bantery, like, back and forth. Mm-hmm. She's not real good at it from what I've seen. And that's from somebody who really enjoys her. Yeah. So I didn't see any chemistry between Scott and Destiny at all. Did you? No. <laughs> I haven't seen any chemistry between her and anyone else. No one? Not Drop even. Harrison. Drop him. He's gone, and he will never come back. And the thing is, I didn't even like Harrison that much, but I can't help that I liked them. I don't get... I do not get why. I got to send you the edits. I don't want to see them. Uh, next, we see Cassie and Johnny go to Soul Ties, and they both are, like, telling each other how good they look, and Cassie's like, you know, I'm trying to figure things out. She's like, why can't I pursue you, too? And Johnny says that she's bisexual. Cassie says that she's never dated a girl, but she's curious. And then they kiss. Um, and, and then the gay agenda got set back <laughs> 15 years. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just don't buy it at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can just be. I can just see the producers being like, hey, Cassie, how do you feel about kissing a girl? And she's like. What I what do you I don't know what you're talking about and they're just like do you want to kiss Johnny and she's like okay yeah and then they I mean do. Cassie really became she's become the main character like big yeah. time like the way that like I feel like KK was kind of the main character before mm-hmm. you know and also I miss her yeah I know that like you know what I mean I am aside from Keenan aside from the couple and everything I just miss seeing her. Mm-hmm. On my yeah, TV. me too. I miss. Her. I miss looking at her. Also, she posted a story today, where it was like, uh, like people calling you, like people calling me like a clown or whatever for, like getting back with him, quote unquote him, 
And then it's like a TikTok of some girl like dressing up as a clown. And I'm like, come on. It's. I mean, you are. I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, why are you like. Uh, it's just like everyone in the world is saying, hey, look what you're doing. And you don't internalize even a little bit of it. No. I understand being like, these people don't know me, whatever. But if everyone in the world, <laughs> it if was... nine billion people are being like, what are you doing? It's what I feared. I think it's going to be the digging digging our heels in and the me and mm-hmm. Keenan versus the world, which was like, you know. Isolation, if you will. I don't know what that means. Isolation, but mm, just said yes. it in a weird oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cassie and Johnny were a little bit of queer baiting, right? I feel like, yeah. A little bit? I feel like, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't like to like. I'm not here to question anyone's sexuality. Right. But also, I kind of am because oh. <laughs> that's what this TV show is. I just, I just didn't. I didn't buy it. It was like I didn't buy it at all. They obviously are attracted to each other, sure, but I they're don't very think... attractive people, right? And I think that they can see that. But I don't know if I saw any kind of like, did they actually like each other? I think Johnny might have liked her. I kind of believe John. I believe Johnny. Well, Johnny says she's bisexual. She's been in a relationship with a woman. So maybe she can, like, see that attraction, like, mm-hmm. see that for more than an attraction, like, at that level, maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe Cassie can't. I don't know. But makes one wonder. It, it does. <laughs> and then we see Cassie tell Carmen about her and Johnny's time in Soul Ties. And then we see Johnny tell Imani and Taylor. And Johnny, it seems like she must have talked about this before to them because Imani and Taylor were like, uh, almost like not like they were like expecting it, but like they weren't like, oh, really? Whereas Carmen was like, oh, she's like, I've seen you guys looking at each other, but like nothing crazy. Uh, whereas you know, Imani and Taylor were like, okay, how did it go? Mm-hmm. You know, it just made me think like maybe this has been a thought in Johnny's head for longer. Yeah, maybe I don't know. And then at night, Kyle and Johnny both get a text while they're getting ready that they are doing the heart rate challenge. And I was so excited because I love the heart rate challenge, even if they're doing it pretty late on the USA season. That's mm-hmm. okay. So the girls go first, and we get Hannah, who comes out first. She's like a cowgirl. She puts Marco on the ground. She bounced around on him. Oh, yeah, she did. What would you think of Hannah? Hannah's hot, dude. I know. I really like Hannah, too. She's hot and she seems nice. Mm-hmm. You know? She's the whole package. She is. And then Carmen comes out and she's kind of like got like a Victoria's Secret Angel thing going on because she's got like the big wings. Mm-hmm. And Kenzo is pissed. He uh, he he, dis- he displays some goober behavior. I, the whole, through the whole, this episode, the end of it, and then the next one. Again, my husband would be like, will you chill out? Because I was just like, what a loser. Will you look at that loser? <laughs> I couldn't help it. He was acting like a real fucking loser. Goober. He's oh. a goober. Goober? Yeah. Okay. You know? No, you went a little goober? bit of a goober. Okay. Goober behavior, I guess. And we find out later, I guess, like, he thinks that she was, like, doing more than she was. Because, like, I mean, the whole point of the heart rate challenge is to raise the people's heart rates. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so she was like, but she wasn't doing anything crazy. I she think was he, licking their necks. She did do that. But like, I don't <laughs> she know. She did man. do that. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like Marco was like, 
fuck yeah get it get it yeah get it <laughs> i always say watching the heart rate challenge there's always a secret cuck who's revealed <laughs> and i was like is marco the secret cuck someone no. who really enjoys watching their girl dance on the other boys more than like them dancing on them you know what i mean yeah maybe i don't know i just feel like it's like uh being supportive because we all know what we're here for you know what i mean of course i don't mean that like a somebody actually reveals that they're an actual cock i'm just saying like if anything (laughs) dude imagine the twist in the last the week where Mm -hmm. it turns out marco is a cock and they're like bergy go watch the door and then they get naked and then they open the door like bergy come in here And Berkey's like, oh, shoot, I don't want to. And they're like, Berkey, you're going to have to do this for me, okay, bud? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that if there was a secret cock revealed, it definitely wouldn't be Marco. Marco considers himself too alpha male for anything like that. But he was very supportive of Hannah. Mm-hmm. And then the episode just ends. So annoying that they decided to break up the heart rate challenge. I know. At this point... Anytime I see anything advertised on like their Instagram or like in the tomorrow night, mm-hmm. I'm convinced that it's it means that it's going to be a, a, a cliffhanger. So annoying. So episode 32 picks back up at the heart rate challenge. Cassie comes out. She's dressed kind of like a construction worker. Mm-hmm. And I think she was really kind of like the main character. She really here. did the thing. She really did that thing. Um. I want to say she was my favorite, but she wasn't. Who raised your heart rate? We'll get there. Oh, okay. Destiny comes out next. She's in her little dominatrix type of outfit. She's like in a leather deal. Mm-hmm. And she came out with a whip and Josh insisted on telling me it was a flog. Because of course he did. What a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> your husband's a pervert. And I'm not cutting that out, Josh. Um... She said something. <laughs> I'm sure she did. She was like, I've already had five victims. Let's add uh, six more. What does that mean? <laughs> Maybe she's has she been in that many couples. Oh, has she? I don't know. I literally thought that she killed five people. Oh, my God. And she she's like, back it. in 1972 to 1974 <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, I killed five men. Destiny was a little stiff. Yeah, but I didn't expect anything less, mm-hmm. to be fair. Yeah. She looked great. She, I was about to say, she still, I think she did a good job um, considering, but you can, I mean, she seemed like a little bit stiff. I feel like early season Destiny would just not do this. Yeah. She would like true. actively refuse to do this. She would have been like, <laughs> yeah, <sick."> exactly. <laughs> My neck hurts. Cause that's when she came back in the villa, she had like a ice pack on her neck, which to be fair, that's what I do when I have a migraine. So yeah. I, know, I was going to but... say, if I had a migraine in that villa, I'd be a fucking nightmare. I'd yeah, be like, be put 95 me in the degrees out. Yeah. <laughs> Next is Imani, who's a male lady. My favorite. Your yeah, favorite. Yeah, she raised my heart a little <laughs> bit on this one. I can't with the face Scott makes when Imani puts her ass right in his face. He looks like he's never seen something like that before. <laughs> Whoa, what is this? <laughs> yeah, Imani definitely did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. I thought we might be on the same page, but yeah. Cassie also really did the damn thing. So I for thought sure. it was going to be between those two for you. Yeah, it was Imani. <laughs> definitely for me, too. Um, Taylor is a nurse, and she was even stiffer than Destiny. Mm. But she still did her best, and I appreciate Bergy was, like, gassing her up. He mm-hmm. was... He's he was being a very let's go. <laughs> he was being a 
very supportive yes. partner. She humps him a little. Do you know what's funny about Bergy? He saw, I think, uh, Leo do the money thing, the fake money thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do that from now on. <laughs> was he doing that a lot? And he's just doing this a lot after, <laughs> after Kenzo did it. Or uh, Leo did it. And then uh, Johnny is last, and she's like a firefighter. And she was a close second for me. Really? Oh. I really felt like she was kind of fighting for that main character spot. Uh I feel like she I don't it's probably just in my head cuz there's there's no reason for those two to compete but I feel like they are competing for like kind of like the main character spot at the moment. Yeah. Uh because she is like sucking fingers. She is like getting in there. Uh-huh. She was definitely hot. I mean Johnny is now at least the hottest girl there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Up there for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, Johnny's hot, but for me, I don't know. I don't know why I see, like, a rivalry where I don't think there is one. Between her and, and Cassie? Cassie, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's all that sexual tension. Maybe. Maybe so. And so then the girls are done, and Kenzo is still being a little bitch, a little goober. I'm goober sorry. behavior. About the game. And he says that he thinks Carmen took it too far. And I'm like, she was playing the game. Like, what do you expect? It's like, it's like Whitney getting mad at Maddie, which she did because mm-hmm. he kissed girls. Yeah. Uh, Carmen put a, a wrench around a finger and then sucked it. So tell me how, or Cassie did that. Mm-hmm. So tell me how Carmen took it too far. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, True. Um, and Carmen is complaining to the girls about like the way Kenzo was reacting and how she knew he was mad. And she's like, you know, he made me feel like I wasn't hot or that I didn't do a good job or whatever. And like, I could see that that would really get into my head if like, cause all the other boys, I mean, he, and he says this later and we'll get to it, but he says like, Oh, Hannah was so respectful. And it's like, I don't feel like Hannah, Hannah popped t- her pussy horde. <laughs> and it's like, I just, it would hurt me also to see like all the guys be so supportive right, of yeah. the girls. And then for Kenzo to sit there pouty like that, practically with his arms crossed. Well, you understand that's how he was raised. Mm, yeah. Right. Anyway. So the boys are next. Leo is up first. He is a baseball player. Leo. Did he impregnate you when you were yeah. watching this? Yes, he did. I was like, what is all over my face? <laughs> It was Leo. It was Leo juice. Leo will. Leo could do like a master class in the heart rate challenge for the boys. Yeah, because he legs did... were where legs aren't normally. <laughs> he was a baseball player. I don't even remember if I said that at this point. And he's like, you want to see this bat disappear? Yeah, he, and he like... put it in people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like the first thing he does is he gets in between Hannah's thighs. He kisses so close to her pussy. It's crazy crazy like it was so and he, like shoves them apart yeah. which even if that isn't sexually arousing to you uh-huh. that's definitely startling <laughs> yeah so and, and heart rate don't discriminate <laughs> i always say that heart rate don't discriminate <laughs> you do always say that <laughs> it's kind of your thing mm-hmm. um yeah he gets pretty intimate uh, he lifts Cassie, and then he leaves her on the ground, which I always have a problem <laughs> with the boys doing. Well, it was, always bothers me. Well, he, no, he didn't leave her on the ground. He puts her back on the bench, and she falls on the ground. Oh, and right. And he walks away <laughs> without looking back, and I was like, slang that dick, dude. 
Matia is up next. He's a devil. He really seems to want to make everyone touch his dick through. He's his... a little stiff too. He's a little stiff, but he's also like keeps trying to, cause like he'll like get in front of a girl and then like take their arms and like put it on like his body. But he always like he always looked at least like he was like trying to like push them down. Mm. And I was like, ooh. Uh, All the girls were like, didn't love that one. <laughs> he lays it on pretty thick with Johnny. But yeah, he did not impress me. Some of the boys just didn't. You know, actually, mm-hmm. I would say almost most of the boys didn't. Um, Kyle is a boxer. Nothing much of note there, unfortunately. And that's coming from someone who thinks Kyle's really hot. But he is not serving no. right now. And that's the thing. Like, I can um, emotionally be like, wow, Leo is doing too much. Like, it's a little <laughs> gross. But then also, emotionally, I can be like, if that were me, though, <laughs> like that, you, you, that bench would be ruined. You can't sit, you know what I mean? Like, you can't sit on it. So, but none of the boys are like, it's like, you could tell he was going to be at the heart, good at the heart rate challenge every mm-hmm. time he puts on his mesh shirt and like air humps in the mirror and it's like, yeah. I'm a little slut tonight. <laughs> Every time he did that, I was like, okay, this guy is gonna this guy's gonna do good at the heart rate challenge for sure. Marco is up next. He is a cowboy and he is feeling his oats. He's so funny, dude. He's so funny. He's wearing the chaps. He is uh flexing those cheeks in those chaps. It's so funny. He's air humping, but not towards any of the girls he's facing away from that it's just like uh, uh, uh. my favorite thing he did was he put hannah on the ground and then he moonwalked around her <laughs> yeah it was just like pop lock it's so fucking oh funny my, my old roommate when we would go out to like bars mm-hmm. and like music like you know you know the street where all the outdoor bars are yeah We'd go there and there'd be like a DJ or something, and people would just be like kind of milling around dancing mm-hmm. to the music. He like took hip hop lessons Stop. in like the early two thousands, <laughs> so everyone just be like bobbing their head, and he'd be like, uh, 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 "He's crumping," uh, and I was like, "Bro, you're wearing DC shoes <laughs> with the fat tongue, still to you're this wearing day. below the knee shorts, which are by the way back in, but at this time we're not back in." And he was just living his best life. Mm-hmm. Love you, Phil. Love that for him. Love it. <laughs> yeah, <he's... laughs> you guys can't hear it, but I'm popping, locking, dropping it. No, you're crumping. <laughs> Next, Kenzo is out. He's a pirate. He says, <laughs> he's like, I'm only taking one heart. Kenzo, first of all, we'll get to how mm-hmm. bullshit he is. But he has one move. Do you know what that one move is? I don't know. Just scream. Yeah. Just scream and flex. Like, here's the it. thing. His body's crazy. Yeah. And he's really cute. He's kind of got in uh, probably only physical looks. Uh, but he's kind of got a Sammy vibe with like the little like the curlies and like the really kind of like sh- ripped to shit body. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of where it ends. Mm. Do you not agree? No, only because Sammy's a very slender frame. Yeah. When I saw Kenzo in the pirate costume, I was like, he was more slender than I thought he was or than I remembered him being. But yeah, in general, I mean, he's pretty, he's definitely a bit more like bulky. He's wider, yeah. He's bulky built. Sure. Maybe. Bulky built. 
Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. He's a little bulky dude. <laughs> Mackenzo just goes right to kiss Carmen, and then he just fucking screams again and leaves. Loser! He's a loser. Which made her more mad, because yeah. it's like you're trying to prove a point. And also, like, you look like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bergy comes out next. He's just an all-American boy. I'll mm-hmm. be goddamned if he doesn't come out in a wife beater, jean shorts, and with an American flag, which I was watching. I was like, are they going to let it hit the ground? I literally was like. <laughs> but Taylor took it, I think, yeah. or Hannah did. Yeah. <laughs> and then he rips off his jean shorts. He's in little... Carmen's face. <laughs> did he? He, he said, what did he say? He's like, oh, you pied me. Something about like getting pied by her, right? Yeah, you pied, you pied my face, so now look at my cheeks or something yeah, like that. <laughs> something like that. He's like, so look at this cake in your face. Yeah. And he rips off his jean shorts, and he's got a little American flag Speedo on. And I wrote, he certainly does something. He's, li- he's, Bergy tries. He's so, honestly, for all the things you can say about Taylor, he's so much more confident now that he's, like, with her and in a stable mm-hmm. couple. He is so much more confident. Yeah. And he, I've never said he isn't earnest. Yeah. No, of course not. He's nothing if not earnest. <laughs> right. To a fault, one would say. <laughs> if he were a smarter man, he would have left. But. Right. Like, it's, it is charming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To see a guy just, like, not caring. Just having fun, even though he looks like a doof, and he knows he looks like a doof. Right. And all the girls are like, Bergy. Ber-. And, yeah. And maybe it's just because of my own insecurities. But if I were cheered on, mm-hmm. the amount of times Bergy was cheered on in this season. You could have been. Fuck you. <laughs> Honestly, fuck you for that. Oh, my God. For <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. But I'm not because I'm a little disappointed, you know? <laughs> but like, I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> You could have been, she says. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he. at what point does that become a little, like, insulting? Just For to be him, cheered on so much. For him, I don't know if it will. Yeah. I think he – because I think he looks at it as, like, the, they're my friends. Like, of course, they're supportive because I would also cheer like that for my friends. Right. Which I think is, like, the right way to look at it. And I honestly think it is true. I know, but from the outside looking in, it does always look a little bit like, are they coddling him? Yeah. Little kid gloves. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Next is a comes Is that, like, a boxing thing? What? Little kid gloves. I don't know. Don't think it's a... Is it, like, um, rock'em boppers? Remember those? Uh, Rock'em, sock'em robots? No, no, rock'em boppers or sock'em boppers. Oh, Sock'em boppers. Yeah. I remember those. Is that what it is? Sock'em boppers? I think it's their sock'em boppers. Yeah. I Are those little those. kids' gloves? I, I had them. Um, they shouldn't be because you just fucking whack people with That's them. That's the problem. I had one, and I, as the day I got it, I punched my brother so hard that it popped, so I just punched <laughs> him. <laughs> I was, was <laughs> literally They were, like, say, well made. It's just kids punching each other in the fucking head. I was going to ask how long it took before you hit Joe and then your like, mom had to take them away. Five minutes, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't think th- I don't think those are the little kid gloves that people are referring to, though. No. Mm, all right. Zay comes out. He's a doctor. He was boring, and I think the girls say as much, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And then Scott's last, and he comes out. He's like a pilot, and um, interesting that it wasn't like isn't Zay the one in the Air Force? Like, yeah. why didn't they swap that? You're not allowed. 
If that's what you are, you can't do it. <laughs> okay. But Scott, like, looks a little silly because it, like, looks way too big for him. Yeah, it looks like it was made for, like, a 6'4 man. Like, it was made for, like, Kenzo, maybe. Yeah. Or Marco. Just not Scott because he mm-hmm. looks he does look silly in it. And of course, I was like, well, he's obviously going to rip it off at some point. But and he did. And then he ripped off what was underneath it. What was underneath it? I don't even remember now. Like just pants or something. <laughs> just pants. He had two rip off things. That's too many. You're right. You just come out naked. <laughs> um, he goes in pretty hard for like the girls that are like kind of his option at the moment, I guess. So Cassie, Johnny and Imani. Uh, but otherwise, he wasn't really giving me that much. I didn't feel much for Scott. Did that surprise you? I know you're like, oh, you're such a Scott stan. No, you were a Scott stan. I understand that things are different now. I just thought I just Scott need you was to admit hot. It. I just need you to admit it. Brendan, if you go back and listen, you and I were not different on our stances um, in terms of like uh, the first time, especially at the movie night, if you remember, like the way that you acted too. I'm just saying. And this has nothing to do with the podcast. It's just when we would watch the show together, you would like fawn over him. I would just be like, he's so pretty. Yeah. But I've said that. I've said that he's pretty. You that's say not the, it a lot. But that's not the same as like a Scott Stan. There were people who were like voting for him to stay there when he wasn't in a fucking couple. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Even true. if I had had the power, which I don't, um, I would not have voted that way. But do I still think he's pretty? Yeah, of course. He is pretty. Yeah, he's pretty. Okay, then. Scott Stan. Uh, so now the heart rate challenge is over and we find out who raised whose heart so zay's heart was raised by destiny Mm. which was interesting i think a lot of people's was wasn't she by destiny no that was the only one that destiny raised the heart of i wonder if it's because he was scared of her that's what everyone was saying like everyone's like that makes sense he's (laughs) she's scary (laughs) but like also he is scared of her i don't think she's like I don't know. I guess other people's called her scary. She's scared. I understand that it's like. She's stern. She's. We're like watching tigers in a zoo. They're okay. like in the Sahara with a tiger. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's different levels of fear. I guess. Um, Leo's heart was raised by Imani. Same. Bergie by Taylor. Please don't. Listen, don't DM me. And I know that there are no tigers in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> There's only one person who would DM you that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mattia was raised by Amani. Marco was raised by Hannah. Um, I think Bergie and Marco are the only ones who were raised by their partners. So Mm -hmm. Kyle was raised by Cassie, as was Kenzo. And Scott was raised by Johnny. So that's who the boys were. And for the girls... Hannah, Destiny, Carmen, Taylor, all raised by Leo. <laughs> what is what is this? I uh, thought it was going to be a clean sweep. I know. <laughs> what is this? Parasite at the 2019 Oscars Hell or whatever? Yeah. I love that movie. Crazy. Did it win everything that year? It won a lot. Yeah. Well deserved. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny, her heart was raised by Zay. And then Imani and Cassie both had their hearts raised by Scott. And we find out that the girls win and that they raised the most heart rates. And then we see Carmen and Kenzo chat. And Kenzo says that he thinks that Carmen went too far. And she says that she didn't kiss. And that was a that was like their boundary that they said that they were no longer going to kiss other people, even in games. Uh, but that the game was meant to be fun. 
And he says, when you are boyfriend and girlfriend, I feel like you don't do that. And Carmen is like, but we're here. Like, we're here and this is happening. Are we not meant to participate? Right. Because, like, it's true. Like, what is the point of that? If Listen, if you just want to be boyfriend, girlfriend, leave with her. Right, yeah. Because while you're there, there are things that you participate in. Yeah. If you want... Twenty. If you want fifty thousand dollars, you have to watch her kiss someone on the neck. Can you do that? No, he can. Or is that not how you're raised, <laughs> fucker? Kenzo says that he was always going to do what he did in the game because that's just the kind of man he is. And Carmen gets upset about how he's acting, and he keeps saying, you know, he's like, "Listen, Hannah did it more respectful," and she's like, "Then just go date Hannah, then," which is exactly how I would react. Right? Yeah. He's like, "Why are you bringing up Hannah here? Like, what does that doesn't like? Is that supposed to make her feel better? Like, it's don't make her feel awful? That's so stupid to compare your girlfriend to anyone." Yeah, agreed. And she tries to walk away, but he like asks her to sit back down and. She says, you know, you have no reason to not trust me and that she didn't do anything wrong. Right. Next, we see Cassie and Johnny chat and Cassie asks how Johnny is in a relationship with a girl because Cassie's like, you know, I always feel like I'm kind of like the bossy one in the relationship. Johnny says that she's usually pretty submissive in a relationship and that she feels a pretty even pull between Cassie, Mattia and Scott and you know, she says, I could see myself turning to whichever person is willing to give me 100%. Well, don't, don't, it's not going to be her then. <laughs> I know. Cassie says at that point, she's still trying to figure out where her head is at, uh, but she would be lying if she said she didn't still feel something for Leo. And uh, Leo continues to ruin Johnny's life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, Johnny had free will in know, choosing to fuck leo i know i'm just joking it's just funny that like <laughs> this whole freaking goofball situation what is it with you and goofball today i Why said goober earlier oh right that's true <laughs> Sit, relax god damn don't accuse me of saying goofball earlier you literally just said goofball though so what does it matter because i said goober earlier yeah but you said goofball just now so what does it matter it's obviously something you would say because you did say it I said goober earlier. <laughs> we see Garvin and Kenzo chat in the bedroom, and I guess that they're just fine now. Kenzo says it was a miscommunication. I said, no, it was not. I was like, what was miscommunicated here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was. Uh, Carmen says she just wants him to trust her, and I wrote, I guess, that they're fine now. So They're like, well, it's too late to, to fight, so I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> We see Leo and Cassie chat, and they talk about the challenges, and Cassie says that she can't lie, that there are still feelings there, but he has not won her back. And Leo says that there's no way he could ever do that to her again, and she is the only person he cares about, and that he loves her. And then there's pouting. Yeah, Cassie says that she is thinking about opening the door again. He wants a kiss really bad. Cassie does not give in. But my very next bullet point is that Cassie does give it <laughs> because it's a nighttime. Everyone's getting ready for bed. Uh, Leo's in the kitchen and uh, he puts her up on the countertop and they kiss. So all is right in the world, I guess. Um, and then it's more of the same at night. Kyle's in soul ties. Um, Taylor's climbing on top of Bergie this time. 
Uh, how did you feel about this Cassie and Leo chat besides just puke emojis? Uh, just puke emojis. <laughs> <laughs> it was like inevitable. It was obvious. Yeah. Like Mattia, I don't, I, I, I don't know why, but I get the feeling like he's there to fuck around. Stop. You know he's not. He's 29. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then, like, obviously Johnny was just like, like, even that conversation where she's like, who's going to be the submissive one? And who's, it reminds me of, like, remember in, like, 2008 when gay marriage was, like, legal and everyone's like, which one of you is going to wear the dress at the wedding? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's just very much like, I don't know, dude. It's a normal relationship. Well, to be fair, she didn't say, like, she just said, like, I tend to be bossy in my relationships. Like, well, she's she prefaced it with, like, in a relationship with girls. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Like, why didn't you just say, like, in a relationship? Maybe she did, actually. I don't remember. You th- I, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> In the morning, um, Johnny climbs into bed with Scott first thing, and then we see Carmen and Cassie chat, and Carmen tells Cassie that she knows that she had a kiss with Leo because Kenzo and Leo are constantly speaking in Spanish to each other, and she has started to pick up on it. Cool, you know something, Carmen. That's so cool. (laughs) I know. She was. She was very much like, I know what happened. Okay, okay, shut your fucking mouth then. How about that? Mind your business. (laughs) She can't. Carmen can't. Is incapable. Incapable. <laughs> and then we see Mattia and Johnny chat, and he says his only interest is her, and he doesn't really see himself wanting to get to know the other girls here, because that'd be fucking around. And we both know he's 29, so we know that's not what he's going to do. Mm, so true. And she then chats with Scott, who comes to take her from that conversation. And Johnny says that she feels like she can understand him a little bit better, like his sense of humor. Scott asks what she's looking for, what she's looking forward to outside of the villa. She says her art, which we now know is her rugs. And uh, for him, it's seeing his family. And then we get like a really weird, cheesy scene in the dressing room between Cassie and Leo. And I didn't even want to make a note of it, but it went on for too long. Just do... I didn't even want to make a note of this scene, but it like went on for too long. And then I'm like, I should just write that it happened. I just wrote that it was disgusting and puke emojis. It was like very like. So pouty and like. But it's like script. Like it seemed it seemed very scripted. It reminded me of uh, not in terms of like the tone, but just in like the kind of the cheese factor. It reminded me of um, India and Dammy and the let the. Let the best heartbreaker win. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing, which I will never get over how hard I cringed when I watched that. Yeah. Um, and I love them both, but it was a cringy moment. Uh, but it, like, had, like, shades of that for me in terms of, like, the same person who wrote that line, and I understand it wasn't written, uh, wrote this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The nonsense that they were speaking. Maybe it was written. Maybe. It was just... <laughs> It reminds me of like I think it was last episode, but uh, Cassie and Imani or Cassie and Johnny were talking mm-hmm. about Scott coming in, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, the Love Island gods were looking out for us." I was like, "Do you just mean the producers?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, because the producers did it. <laughs> the last we- thing they need to be is called a god you know what i mean it's gonna go straight to their head uh zay chats with imani 
They talk about the challenge. Um, Zay says that he would enjoy talking to her more and that she is very beautiful. They talk about both not being big partiers, just kind of being like social drinkers. Imani brings up that she doesn't like swimming, which I was like immediately kind of thrown off her for a minute. However, the biggest red flag for you, isn't it? (laughs) But I think what she actually meant is like swimming in the ocean, which like, girl, same. I don't need to be in the ocean with all the things. I'm not Rob. I don't need to be in a creek. I want to be in a pool. Okay. And I think that. And you really want to be in a pool. (laughs) Most of the time. You guys don't understand. When she (laughs) hears or sees a pool, she's a different person. (laughs) I'm a different person when I'm in a pool, not when I just see one. No, when you see one, all you can think about is going in it. Yeah, that's true. But that doesn't change who I am because that's always who I am. (laughs) I always want to go in a pool. Um,. What did you think about this chat and the chemistry between Zay and Imani? Um, it's chemistry the same way baking soda and vinegar is chemistry. <laughs> okay. In that it's not really chemistry. It's like it, there's nothing happening. Yeah. I mean, I saw a little bit more there in terms of like the fact that like you could tell their intention with this chat on both sides was to be like, this could happen, right? This could happen. Like, or like this has to happen. I felt that more from Zay, but I don't know. It's like so clear. They're like, well, who else is there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do they know there's a recoupling at this point or no? I don't think so. Actually. Well, the next thing that happens is Imani gets a text and they find out that, uh, tonight is the final recoupling and any boy not picked will be dumped. So then it kind of becomes a little bit of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then it's nighttime and we see some different chats with the Islanders. They're trying to figure out, you know, who's picking who and checking in with their couples. And then we go to the fire pit and the recoupling begins. Uh, Taylor goes first, chooses Bergie. Most of these are obviously nothing crazy. Carmen chooses Kenzo. Hannah chooses Marco. He, <laughs> so he's so annoying. He's like during her speech, he's like, "Am I handsome?" I I <laughs> thought it was funny because he it says is, it in his Sebastian Manistalco voice. Am I handsome? He is funny, but like he's also like annoying. Yeah. Like, and I think funny. Hannah would describe him that same way. Yeah, but it's like a charming annoying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. All right. Destiny. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what she said, but I do. I did write Destiny. What are you saying? <laughs> well, she starts off by saying like. She was fully prepared to get up there and choose herself, meaning she would self-eliminate out of the game. She would alt F4. (laughs) Um, But she chooses Kyle. We did see them connect at some point during the day. Did I even talk about it? Probably not because it wasn't that important. (laughs) Yeah, they just had like a chat where they were kind of like cuddled up and talking to each other. And I had wondered why they hadn't like talked sooner. So it was like, okay. That makes sense that they would talk. Imani chooses Zay. And then Cassie chooses. And of course the episode ends. As if that was. Was that a cliffhanger for you? Who she was going to choose? No. Not even a little bit, right? Uh, so she chooses Leo. <gasps> we open on the next episode. I know. Crazy. Uh, Johnny chooses Scott. And then Mattia is dumped. Off he goes. Everyone says goodbye. We never see him again. 
Well, he's too busy not fucking around. Well, he's got to. He's 29. He's almost 30. <laughs> he's got T-shirts to sell. Yeah. And then we see Cassie chat with Johnny, and Johnny says that she felt a little hurt when she chose Leo, but that she also felt like that's who she was meant to choose and meant to be with. And the whole time kind of just reinforces my feeling that it was never going to happen. Because she was just, like, smiling. She's like, well, cool. Thanks for letting me kiss you because I've never kissed a girl before. And I've never. And I was like, she's a fucking human, dude. <laughs> she's not, like, the girl that you got to kiss. Yeah. I don't it's... know. It's like you're doing some weird shit where she's just a hole to stick it in. Oh, my God. Like Leo, like Cass. Oh, God. Oh, no. I know. I'm sure that doesn't feel good to hear. I mean, I we've I've seen this happen uh, two other times in Love Island history that I can recall. Once on Australia and once in the UK, there was a girl who chose another girl. And from what I recall, both times it ended poorly because the person was like afterwards when they initially picked up with like the next bomb that came in. That was a boy. Mm-hmm. The girl that had gotten chosen, who I think in both cases they were like already bisexual before and had come out no one time they weren't but anyways i digress um they were both like i feel like a placeholder like it feels like you chose me to be safe because Mm -hmm. i was open to that and not like i was a real option for you right so i mean i have to assume that that just would have happened anyway unfortunately but yeah Yeah, i don't know it's just like the whole like giggling and like thanks for letting me do this and (laughs) if i were johnny i'd be like Fuck you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Cassie thanks her for giving her a chance, being open to her because she's never pursued a woman before. And Cassie says that she believes that Leo has changed for the better. And Johnny says that she supports them. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be the end of it. Uh, Kyle and Destiny chat next. And Kyle says that she is a fine little specimen. <laughs> <laughs> And Destiny says that she knows that she isn't an easy one. She is not an easy person to deal with. And that she's kind of like a hard nut to crack. Um, But she really likes the fact that he said that. She's like, you know what? You're right. It's like she's never heard that saying before. Sometimes I do wonder what planet Destiny is from. She doesn't seem like privy to like normal like human sayings or like (laughs) actions. She's from like what? Wyoming or Idaho or? Oklahoma. 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 Not a lot happening in Oklahoma. Maybe not. <laughs> they both say that they um, are comfortable with their previous couples moving on because it's funny. Destiny's like, so let's just put this out there really quick. Let's just talk about it. How do we feel about our other couples and their situations now? Kyle's like, I am not worried at all. I don't care. That seems great for them. It's the least of my concerns. And Destiny's like, oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Me We're too. totally done. We are absolutely on the same How would page. you know? <laughs> How would you know, Destiny? <laughs> you literally went, la, 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 I can't hear you. Uh, and they both say that they're going to focus on each other now. She's the type of girl to, like, you're trying to break up with her. And she does that thing that you did as a kid where you're just like, hello, is anyone there? <laughs> I hear the, is, is that the wind? <laughs> And then pretending she can't see you. Uh, Imani and Zay have a short chat. Zay thanks her for choosing him. They say that they have good conversations, that it flows naturally between each other. But otherwise, there's not a lot happening in this chat. 
And then we see Cassie and Leo in soul ties. Cassie says she is not in a place yet where she trusts Leo again. He says he's going to do everything he can to prove that she can trust him. They both say that they're happy to be coupled. And Cassie says that she is in love with him. Oh, <laughs> do you mean it? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. That's what I meant. At nighttime, everyone's back in their beds. There are enough beds for the people there, so nobody is sleeping out on a balcony or anywhere else. Everyone is in bed. And Scott goes under the blankets with Johnny right away. Like, before the lights are off, they're under the blankets. Mm -hmm. Like, giggling and kissing. Well, I guess we can't see if they're kissing. Ripping toots, Dutch ovening her. (laughs) I hope not. We do hear, like, a nasty fart from Marco, though, at one point. Oh, yeah. And Taylor was like, it was aimed, like, directly at me. He's like, you heard that? She goes, yeah, dude, I'm two feet away from you. (laughs) Taylor makes me laugh a lot in this uh, episode. In the morning, Hannah helps Leo make a little coffee for Cassie. We see Zay make Imani a pancake. Um, Johnny tells the girls that she had a good first night with Scott and they had a good chemistry at bedtime, like affection wise. Leo comes, um, to give Cassie breakfast, but like she isn't there. So he just like sits in her seat and starts doing his hair. (laughs) All the girls are like, leave. (laughs) I was like, what? Go away. And then we see Zay is talking to Marco and Bergie, and I think Scott is over there as well. There's a few of the boys laying out by the pool, and Zay is talking about how he doesn't want to force anything with him and Imani. And I don't know who it was. I think it was Marco. They're like, bro, can't you wait? Like, can't you give it, like, at least a day? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I think it's just going to be friendship vibes. (laughs) He does say that. I know, and it's like... He's like, he hey, says, then go home, dude. What are you here for? He says he's going to end it tonight. And it's like, you have literally given her no chances. If by now you think it's not going to work, then you also knew last night. Like, and you cannot tell me otherwise. Right. He's had like two fucking chats with her. And I wrote, Imani is not getting what she deserves on this damn island. Absolutely not. Makes me very sad. Bergie gets a text and it says that the boys are cooking dinner for the girls and they're going to the market to buy ingredients. We see Islanders interacting with one non-Islander. But first, uh, Hannah, some of the girls are talking about how it's going to go with the boys. And Mm -hmm. Hannah's like, Marco's a good cook, so this is great. And then she's like, I taught him how to make guacamole, though. And then she's like, actually, I also taught him how to make an omelet. Maybe he shouldn't be cooking. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, the boys get ready to head out to the store. They look very excited to go. It was very cute. And Destiny grabs Kyle and she's like, listen, if you see any press on nails, would you be a doll? And <laughs> grab me a set. <laughs> and Kyle's like, press ons. Got it. Uh, they go to this market, which absolutely does not have press on nails, <laughs> but does look really cool. It's like a very. Uh, yeah, like, it's like a, it's like an open air market. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um. Zay says that he loves to cook, especially for women. Freak? Weirdo freak? Why? Did you say it like that? Because cooking for men is gay. (laughs) Right, 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 right. This lady who works at the market does not look impressed by these boys. And that's not a lot of tomatoes for $15 either. (laughs) I think she she swindled them. (laughs) Maybe so. Um, We see the boys at one point. They, like... 
bite a pepper, they regret it right away. And honestly, here's the thing. They are near all of this food, right? It mm-hmm. is it's an opener market, like you said. There's just food everywhere, like natural, like homegrown food. They eat this pepper, and then Marco immediately starts spitting everywhere <laughs> because the pepper is too hot. I'm like, you are spitting all over this goddamn food. Well, I don't I don't know if you noticed, but conveniently everything they needed to buy was on the table in front of <laughs> oh, them. Oh, I noticed. So I don't even think they were in a market. I think they were like outside of a market. With a table set up, with the backdrop being the market, <laughs> uh, that would be. I hope that that is the case, just so that they didn't spit on all of this food. Well, yeah, but also, do? I don't know if you noticed, but like, what do you know? What this pepper was that they ate? That little tiny one looked like a habanero, maybe. Little red one. Yeah. For some reason, in my head, habanero peppers are green. They're orange. Know. Oh, okay. Um. But all of the boys are, like, very much like, oh, my God, it's so hot. Honestly, the person who takes it the best is kind of Bergie. Which is the most surprising. It is. And it's kind of like he almost seems like he's, like, because he's looking at the other boys and, like, acting like, ah, it's Oh, my so God, hot. you guys. But then, it's like, crazy. See, it's hotter does... than my grandma's tater, tol- tater tot casserole. <laughs> Listen, as a person who makes a lot of tater tot casserole, that's There's fine. nothing wrong with it. <laughs> um. But it almost seems like he's, like, looking at them to decide how hot it is. <laughs> right, yeah. Either that or they all decided together they were going to pretend it was really hot. I don't know. Back at the villa, we see Imani is hosting a little yoga sesh. And Carmen and Johnny are chatting about her um, her choice to couple with Scott. And she feels, you know, she says that she's very confident in her choice. And um, then we see Imani chatting with Hannah and Taylor. And- I just, hold on. I got to oh, say. Yeah. You're really confident in Scott. You can see of. She said she can see them outside the villa. Right. That man is on the first flight to Australia. Okay. <laughs> For the next season of yeah, Love Island. Yeah, hundred percent. So I don't want to hear it. That's <laughs> so funny. But we see Imani chatting with Hannah and Taylor, and I wrote. I really liked this group of girls a lot. Their chat was really like cute, and they were like really funny. Taylor was very much coming out of her shell in this yeah, chat for too. Sure. It was funny. Um, but Imani tells them that uh, her chats with Zay have been very natural and comfortable. And she says he pays attention to the little things and that's what's important to her. And she says that she felt butterflies and that they're moving in the right direction. And I was like, oh, that feels terrible. Yeah. I just want Imani's so hot. Like she just She's gorgeous. Deserves. She's got the best smile I've ever seen oh in the villa. So yeah. So pretty. So then we see the boys come back and greet their girls. And at night we see the boys get in the kitchen and get to work. Zay is right away taking control. He like kind of points out where all the boys should go and what they should do. Bergie's making a gluten free cake. He's very he's very like conscious of like Making sure that the cake doesn't hurt anyone, because I guess somebody must be gluten intolerant there. Cause... And dairy free, because they were like right. his butter dairy. And then he was wondering if olive oil was dangerous. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, he didn't know." Probably not going to make the cake taste the best. <laughs> he was like uh, trying to figure out if olive oil was gluten free, right? Because he's like, "I just don't want to kill anybody." And I'm like, "Oh, my oh God. maybe that was, it's that's... not going to kill anyone." <laughs> One time. Uh... <laughs> I was working at this cafe again, mm-hmm. and someone called 
the cafe, and for some reason, they made this guy assistant manager, and this guy has no business being assistant manager. He's just there longer than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And some guy called, and he's like, my daughter was there, and she needed this gluten-free, and now she's in the hospital with an IV, blah, Is blah, blah. Is this the, the cafe that was also like a natural food store? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, gotcha. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she's in an, she's getting an IV and the, I'm not even kidding. The guy goes, it's not that big a deal. She's going to have diarrhea for a couple of days. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Sick customer service skills. <laughs> so uh, crazy. They didn't fire him. All right then. So, so good for them. Uh, next we see Marco considers himself a professional meat pounder. I bet he does. <laughs> I was like, is this another, like, tell from Marco? Um, and then he, like, he gets, like, I don't know if he's joking or if he's getting aggressive. But he calls, like, Kenzo a douchebag for trying to make the meatballs too round. I think he was joking. Oh, my God. He was like, what are you doing, you douchebag? They're too round. You're making them too round. I was like, oh, my God. It's, it's chill. It's a meatball. <laughs> Yeah, they're all very intense cooking. Yeah, uh, and I was confused because, like, I saw them making spaghetti at one point, but then they were like, we ruined the pasta, we ruined the pasta, but I looked and it was just, like, orzo. It was, like, rice. No, it was spaghetti, and I'll tell you why. But there was a different bowl. Conspiracy theory. I... There was a totally different bowl. Conspiracy theory. Okay. I think that they made them ruin the pasta as a callback to pasta mash from the UK season. I do not agree. That's why it's a conspiracy theory. You don't have to <laughs> agree. But, like, I don't think that that was spaghetti. Because there's spaghetti that, spaghetti that they have on their plates later. But there was another separate bowl that I watched I them bring out that is, like, saying. orzo. I think they didn't have enough pot, the room in the pot to cook all of the pasta at once. Because there's, like, 16 people in this fucking lot. So I think they cooked some of it, completely overcooked it, mashed it up, and then cooked mm, another pot. I don't think so. Because there was multiple plates on the table. Yeah, I saw that. But there was nothing on the uh, what looked like the rice. It was too long for rice. That's why I thought it was orzo. Orzo's about the... It, okay. It's a little bit bigger. <laughs> I think it was It was like a rice mash. pilaf situation. That's rice. Yeah, what's the pilaf part? It's just a way of preparing it. Oh. It's like when you saute it before you cook it in, in things. Mm-hmm. From and rice Sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't <laughs> buy into your conspiracy theory. <laughs> um, so the boys call the girls down and they give them the flowers that they had also bought at the market. Very interesting looking flowers. And they all sit down for dinner. And I actually thought like the slow-mo scenes of them all at the table was very cute. It reminded me of, like, the end of every Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I've never seen any of those. I wrote Very Last Supper, though. Oh, interesting. A little. Who's, Who's Jesus? in the middle? Bergie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Judas? Mm, Kenzo. Uh, I don't know. Zay. Uh, Zay, definitely. I'm on his Jesus in this situation. Okay. <laughs> about just... Rat, well... That's more of a Julius Caesar thing. I was about to say he was about to stab her in the back. Judas didn't do that, no. He sold them out for 30 pieces of silver. Uh, but Zay would do that, I believe. Should I do um, Mark Antony's spe- uh, speech from Julius Caesar by Shakespeare? No. Friends, Romans, countrymen. Okay, this is not Lend right. Lend me all you. So, 
It seems like everyone loves the food. Miles above the UK meals, by the way. It looks like good food. Yeah, look, the meatballs look good. The sauce look good. And that garlic bread. And Destiny was just like shoveling bread in her mouth. And she's like, I like bread. I love this gar. I love what they did with this garlic bread. And I'm like, fuck. There's a I lot of cheese on that garlic bread. bread. And it looked good as fuck. I know. I love a cheesy bread. I guess Zay knows what he's doing in the kitchen. Yes, whatever. He whipped that. He whipped that. Uh, <laughs> ragtag group of boys into shape yes he certainly did we had a bachelor party a couple weekends ago mm-hmm. and uh the listeners heard all about it oh did they you talked about that Airbnb i don't remember i don't remember but anyway <laughs> ian, uh, our friend ian had just watched the bear oh yeah and uh i'm a cook and we also both nights we made really good food so he smoked a lot of meat one night and then the mm-hmm. next night i made a tonkatsu broth and we made ramen Ugh, so jealous and the I ramen at this bachelor party <laughs> the ramen had like 10 components so it was just like he and i mm-hmm. in the kitchen just like i was like what how long on this <laughs> and he's like seven to ten minutes chef and i was like was that's no you, chef. and i was like no that's not what i want to hear give me a time <laughs> Did he, was he calling you chef? Yeah. That's so cute. We we're calling each other chef. Yeah, chef. That's Heard horrible. chef. And they decided it's Thanksgiving rules, so they all have to talk about what they're thankful for. Because Scott had to mention that he's not from here. Right. Yeah. We know Scott. We know. Um, but everyone just pretty much says that they're thankful for each other. Yeah. Two people said they're thankful for each other, and everyone else is like, yeah, that's what Me I was going to say. Taylor says she's thankful for this, that, and the third. <laughs> Which was very funny. <laughs> Um, Bergie goes to finish up the cake and it definitely looks like they iced it when it was too hot or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, 100%. Just, like, little runny. It's very runny. And he tries to like write Bergalicious on it at first, but, um, it's still too hot, I guess. So <laughs> he's like, we'll make that a swirl. Yeah. They just kind of like make it like a marbling effect. Um, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Everyone was so impressed when they saw that. They're like, oh my God, Bergie, you did that? <gasps> Wow. Oh, my God. It looks like it was a little heart cake. It was very cute. Mm-hmm. And then Hannah gets a text, and it says, each couple must now vote for who they think is the least compatible, and a couple will be dumped. So the couples break off to chat and make their votes, and it seems like most people are considering Zay and Imani, Destiny and Kyle, and Scott and Johnny, which makes perfect sense. Those are all the newer couples. Mm-hmm. So everyone goes to the fire pit now, and they all have to stand and say who they voted for. So uh, Carmen and Kenzo and Destiny and Kyle and Leo and Cassie and Scott and Johnny all vote Zay and Imani. I got there in the end. Um, Zay and Imani and Hannah and Marco both vote Destiny and Kyle. And then Bergie and Taylor very, very awkwardly vote for Scott and Johnny. Like, Bergie starts talking, and he's like, fuck, I don't know what to say. Well, he wouldn't say fuck. He's like, uh, shoot, shoot, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, heck. And then uh, Taylor's like, it's okay, I got this. And as I was watching this, I was like, he should just always let Taylor do the talking. Mm-hmm. And then she says, like, two words, and she's like, shit, that's all I got. <laughs> it it kind of made me think, like, the producer's like, sorry, you have to vote for these guys. And they're like, oh, all right. Because they kept looking up and off camera. It was very confusing. Um it was very, very confusing because it's like, also, why are they like, you don't need to say it. Like what they said 
it was short, but it was fine. Like they didn't even need to say anything else. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they were stressing about it, but I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe they were asked to vote for not those two couples. Maybe they were like, listen, those people have too many votes. Right. You mm-hmm. need to vote for somebody different. Mm-hmm. And I can see Bergie being very, you know, open to manipulation, <laughs> unfortunately. But I'm not saying that's the case, but I could see that. And as um, as that kind of, like, happens and Zay and Imani are, at the end of the day, receiving the most votes, Imani is, like, slowly moving herself away from Zay, especially because when um, Scott and Johnny do their vote, Johnny is, like she kind of brings up the fact that like it's not equal one of these people in this couple doesn't see it the one same of these way things are not like the other uh, yeah she says that someone in the couple is being more genuine than the other and um so imani is like getting a little bit nervous and she's moving away and then she just goes to stand at the front because at that point well scott is- even mentioned that like you know one of them said that this is a friend thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Zay gets pissed. And he, like, asks Johnny, he's like, why did you say that? And it's like, sir, those are your fucking words. Well, yeah, he's like, she's upset because you said all those things. And Johnny was like, no, she's upset because you said all those things. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the way he tries to make it somebody else's fault. Yeah. Zay, you were blessed to even still be there this long. Maybe mm-hmm. don't argue. You should go home, you know? <laughs> can't see the salute but <laughs> it happened um so yeah they just argue some more about being uh voted imani is like standing up there kind of by herself it's obvious that she's upset uh but she does say that she does not blame zay and you know they are new in terms of like a connection um and that they're newer than the other couples yeah it's been so, an hour and a half <laughs> and like she realizes that you know right, what I mean? yeah yeah so i think if it was just that like this is a newer couple I don't think she'd be as upset, but like, you know, having to hear, especially the person that you were just telling people you were feeling butterflies about, mm-hmm. say that it was just a friend thing and they didn't even say it to you. That's kind of fucked up. Um, but everyone says goodbye to Imani and say, I'm going to miss her. I liked her a lot. She grew on me a lot. And then we had to vote for our favorite couple. And I always watch the show a little bit early because it, technically drops on peacock like around 930, 8, 940 or 8 yeah 8:35 and 8:40 around there it'll drop so pro tip if you guys don't know that now you do and you can go to bed at a normal time no but the voting is open until 10 and i was like exhausted last night so i was like literally falling asleep with my phone in my hand with the app on uh and i voted you voted yes oh yep who did you vote for who did you vote for? You vote first. You always do this. You go first. Hannah Marco. I voted for Destiny. And Kyle. Oh my god! How dare you? <laughs> I guess I I appreciate that because hopefully they're not getting a ton. But I don't want them to win. But I do want them to be there until the until right before the finale. But I guess that's now, right? I guess my this is right before thing the finale. Is that I want I would rather have Destiny in with Kyle than like Scott with Johnny cuz I don't think Scott needs to get to the finale. 100%. I think he's going to though. Oh, you'd think so? Yeah. I would be surprised if he did, but just Always based- a bridesmaid never a bride with that guy, huh? <laughs> Just based on some of the um, 
some of the polls I saw on some different social medias and everything, I would be surprised if they weren't the least voted. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So who do you think is going to make it to the finale? Um, Cassie and Leo, Hannah and Marco, Carmen and Kenzo. Bergie and Taylor. Bergie and Taylor. Yeah. If they do a top four, that's the only top four that makes sense. And if they do a top three? Uh, if they do a top three, I think be drop weird. Cassie and Leo. Mm, it depends. It depends on, you know, if it's a public vote or an Islander vote. Yeah. And then who do you think is going to win? At this point, Hannah and Marco. If it's if it's not. Could be Bergie. And next, I would almost say Bergie and Taylor because they just Bergie has so much support. And but how he, does how do Facebook moms feel about Carmen and Kenzo? You know, <clears throat> that's what I I'm scared about. I haven't seen a lot of love for Carmen. But. I've been avoiding the Facebook bombs. I'll be mm. honest. So I actually don't know how they're feeling at the moment. They kind of pissed me off with the last UK season. So I'm steering clear. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That's the end of week six, part one. Kind of crazy. It feels like it's been forever since we recorded. I know it's been three days, but it feels like it's been forever. But if you guys made it this far, we have some exciting news to share. If you want to. Mm, no. no, not yet. Oh, okay. We're going to have exciting news to share eventually. <laughs> eventually. Um, But what I will say is subscribe to our YouTube. Yeah. B- because that's where some exciting news will happen. I mean, it'll also... I mean, it'll happen everywhere, but, like, subscribe to our YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube. Anyway, that's it. Do we want to do favorite couples or did we already kind of do that? I think we technically did. Although we always do. We don't do like favorite couples. We normally just do favorite boy, favorite girl. Okay. Which mine aren't the same. So. Um, All right. Who is your favorite boy and favorite girl? Favorite boy has to be Bergie this week. Mm -hmm. He was very enjoyable. And uh, I chose Bergie and Taylor last week, though. So maybe I shouldn't. Um, Okay. I'm going to change that. Because I don't feel like I should do that. But I don't like any other boy at the moment. Okay. Mm, you can I'm, take Bergie. I'm taking Bergie and Taylor again. They were both really... F- Bergie and Imani. Okay. You sure. Pour one last one out for Imani. Amen. Uh, I'm going to do Johnny just because I feel like she can't catch a fucking break. Mm. Okay. Um, Because Scott's not... <laughs> not Scott is not big. Um, <laughs> and then for the guys... I will pick, oh, man, Marco for the for his funniness at the heart rate challenge. Yeah, I kind of thought it might be Marco. That's the only other boy I was, like, considering, too, because it's not safe to choose Leo. Mm-mm. Scott. Leo, I've never, never, like, I for the whole time, we're like, I don't know why, but I still kind of like Leo. I'm done with that. He's disgusting. I hate well, I hate looking at him. We weren't like we were more like why aren't we mad at him the same way we're mad at Keenan? And I do think maybe it was the case that it was like well Keenan's still there and he's way easier to be mad at because the way he's acting and now Keenan's gone so it's like oh no actually it's super easy to be mad at you now. No, he's just gross. He's just the whole like pouty and like oh give me tres pesos. <laughs> just like too much. Yeah, you're not saying no, so yeah. Just like the whole baby talk that they're doing now. Ugh. I just hate it. I hate it all. 
But a baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. That's so true. That's Tommy Pickles. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. Thank that's you guys it. so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Not Friendship Island Pard. We'll see you on Sunday. That seems so far away. We'll see you on Sunday. Maybe we'll see him on Friday. Depends on when we find out the finale is. Honestly, if the finale is on Sunday, then we will see you on Saturday and then Monday. Yep. And then on Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, we might see you on Tuesday. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>